Welcome to Cocktail Cinema. I'm one of your hosts, your first favorite bartender, your third favorite author, Josh Price. I'm here with an extended crew today. Ooh. Boys, introduce yourselves. Greg here, also known as Fozzie. Glad to be with my boys again. What's up, guys? It's Shasti. I'm doing some work behind the mixing boards tonight. Nice, nice to see you. <laughs> we have ourselves a guest. A guest, the one and only. Smokey. <laughs> he, uh, he, he might be in and out a little bit. He's, he's hanging out with us. Uh, tonight, uh, we happen to be discussing probably one of my favorite underground movies. Um, Tell us more, Josh. It's Desperado <laughs> from, from uh, the great Robbie Rodriguez. Didn't the Eagles write that soundtrack or something? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Nah. Los Lobos on that one, I think. Desperado. Hate fucking Eagles, man. Hate fucking Eagles. Um, so, in, uh, in, in that spirit, in that vein, we're also going to be drinking some, uh, some traditional margaritas. Margs. Margs all day, baby. Uh, you boys ready to, ready to drink a little bit? Shake them up for Josh. Alrighty. So today... Uh, I, I once again, because I'm an airhead, forgot my jigger, so I'm gonna eyeball this. But I've got approximately a lot of ice. Two and a half <laughs> ounces of, or two to two and a half ounces of uh, silver or blanco tequila. I will work with Sousa today, um, and then you're gonna want about a half ounce of. Agave nectar syrup. Agave. If you don't know, it really truly makes this margarita. If it does. If you're not using it, you need to be. For these days. <laughs> um, and then you're going to want to use, oh, let me crack this open, um, about two ounces of lime juice. Now, these are shorties. So if <laughs> I was going taller, um, we would just double the lime juice. Uh, but for, for these lowball glasses, we're just going to do, whoops, Whoopsie. spraying all over myself here. You Getting excited. <laughs> <laughs> the life of a single man. Um, I'll drink so yeah, too. <laughs> so realistically, a traditional margarita is just those three ingredients. So it's, uh, it's two parts tequila, one part. Uh, Keep agave, bullcrap sour mix and, out of my mark. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no sour mix, uh, no. Uh, there we go, and most importantly, no triple sec. Mm-hmm. Let me shake these fuckers up. Shake them up. Way up high, loud and proud, baby. Twelve seconds. <laughs> you want to get a nice froth? Nice froth going. Now we don't have salt today, but I also don't think we're gonna need. Yeah, I'm it. good with. I'm good without. So. Hey, my style. Hey, uh, Wego, you want to crack open that sprite for me? Sure, bub. So the one thing that I do uh, differently from a true traditional margarita is just to give it a little more bubble and a little more liveliness. I'll top the margarita with some sprites. That'll help dumb down yeah. some of that ultra. Ultra tart lime juice. There's the first one. Yeah, it, it kind of cuts the bite a little bit. That's some good froth, bud. <laughs> I give good head. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> oh shit, look. Mag- oh. Magically appeared right in front of me. That is extra fucking frothy. Uh, it's, it's the Sprite. It's It, it kind of just... 
it activates as soon as and it goes in. And let's be also clear, we're not putting Sprite in oh, that's the shaker. Trouble. Right, yeah. <laughs> putting putting soda in a shaker is just bad news bears. Pop off that glass thing real good. And I'm already covered in enough lime juice. I don't need any soda. Tastes like trouble. <laughs> is Miguel coming? <laughs> <laughs> Miguel. He might stop by. Welcome. From Shostakovich to Miguel. So what do you boys think? Mm, um, lip smack and bub. Oh yeah? Not too tart? It's like I said, I forgot, my, I forgot my jigger, so I kind of had to eyeball uh, it, but... I've been doing this long enough, I can probably yeah, get away with that. Five out of five. Ten Ooh. out of ten. Yeah. It is really good. So, uh, again, today we were using uh, Sousa Silver Tequila. The agave uh, syrup that I picked up is... Uh, uh, an organic agave from uh, Trace Agaves, and sponsors just, take notice. <laughs> yeah, run of the mill lime juice, and you know, in this again, we are hunting down that sponsorship from Coca Cola. <laughs> Last week it was Diet Coke, and this week it's Sprite. It, who it was Diet Coke and what? Brad Pitt. Uh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> Diet Coke That's and Brad what? Pitt. Um, <laughs> you know, we'll we'll get to our ads and sponsorships later. <laughs> But, uh, uh, salute. Clean Cheers, boys. Cheers. Uh, all right. Let's get down to some brass tacks here. All right, bud. So, so per usual, I have a few uh, behind-the-scenes notes. Um, I, <laughs> I actually have more notes this week than I had for Godfather. I have almost three full pages of notes. Which is today. insanity to me. It's crazy. <laughs> but it will make sense. Um, <laughs> so I'm just going to go through some of this stuff. Uh, Desperado was released in 1995. Uh, it is the second film in Robert Rodriguez's Mexico trilogy. And I didn't even know that it was a thing. I thought yeah. it was a standalone film. It's not advertised the way... Like Tarantino, his good buddy, advertises his connections a little bit better. Um, Robbie just kind of puts his stuff out mm-hmm. there. Um, it was the the first film um, was El Mariachi, and it does not star Antonio Banderas. This is the first film where Banderas is the uh, is the is the protagonist. He's the main character. The third film, which is Once Upon a Time in Mexico, was released eight years later. Uh, this particular film was written, written and directed by Rodriguez. Um, and it was his third film ever that he had directed. So it was, it was, this is really early in his career. Was a Mariachi first? Uh, El Mariachi might have been the first. Then there was also a movie he did with Salma Hayek um, outside well, of this. You're going to sell with that. Selma. Yeah, I mean, he's he had for the Spanish speaking audience, he had three hits in a row. And I think right that first one, he only, like the budget was like seven grand for El Mediachi. Yeah, it was seven thousand dollars, and they made like seven, fifteen million dollars. I know it's outrageous, even seen it actually. But yeah, um, he uh, the third film director. Yes, um, <laughs> sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm having trouble keeping... All these notes are too close together. I should have given myself more space. Um, he's also... Uh, here in the States, he's known for, like, Dust Till Dawn, uh, The Faculty. More Salma. With... The Faculty? Uh, really? Yeah. With Josh Hartnett? And- no, 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 no. With uh, 
was Josh Hartnett in that? I know it's Elijah Wood and John Stewart, where the the teachers are aliens. Yeah, oh yeah, and, yeah. yeah. Josh Hartnett and Usher's in it too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like the pens, the one girl in all the nineties movies. Like, <laughs> like the Campbell? emo girl, like no, no, the emo goth girl. I, I don't. Know. Yeah, so that was his, um, and then Sin City. Uh, he's he's kind of known as like a, a do it a do it all uh, director. He's he's the Smokey of. Of directing, he's our, he's the utility man. He does okay. everything. Um, he likes to write, direct, and edit all himself. Um, the the star power that they pulled for this movie was obviously Banderas. Um, he was he was thirteen years into his career at this point, um, and Salma Hayek was was relatively new to the scene. So this was one of her launching points. Um, she had, like I said, she'd worked with Robbie before, but. It was this was only maybe her third or fourth movie. Um, hmm. She was real early. Um, a welcoming addition. Yeah, yeah. Um, as with uh, with several other Rodriguez films, Quentin Tarantino has a has a cameo. Those two like to work together a lot, and that'll come up later um, with his scene because it is. He was supposed to have a much larger role, actually. Yeah. Yes. When we get to that scene, I want because. That was something you brought up last night mm-hmm. that I didn't know. Mm-hmm. So I'd like you to take point on that when okay. we when we get to that scene. Um, just real quick, the budget for this movie was seven million dollars, and Ooh. box office did twenty five mil. So they got their money back and then some. Uh, it has since uh, developed a cult status uh, after syndic- since syndication started. Um, it wasn't even necessarily the home video that got it. It was you know playing on cable TV like TNT. It played on TNT all yeah, over all the late nineties. And uh, last thing I got to say as far as behind-the-scenes stuff is Los Lobos wrote the entire score. Mm-hmm. There are other songs in, in the soundtrack, mm-hmm. but Los Lobos wrote all the original music. Mm-hmm. So, that said... But with that, on the inter- introduction, I Let's walk into a bar. Also, yeah, walk into <laughs> a bar. Well, before... Yeah, the bar. Well, while Antonio's there playing with his mariachi band, he's actually playing that guitar, mm-hmm. which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. But then he comes across uh, an old old friend. I think that's from the first movie, from what it seems like. Um, yeah, man, I haven't seen it, but definitely. White, I believe that's got to be from before. The guy who shot his hand. Mm-hmm. You know, he cut, they always reference that because he's not moving his hand too well. Um, so that's where it starts, is that one. And then it kind of goes from there. Well, you're getting ahead of yourself a little bit. Where's it so... The movie starts with Buscemi yes, walking into a movie, walking into the bar. So the first about, character comes into yeah. frame. Is, Steve Buscemi is, is the very first you know, person on they screen. All, they all do that groundwork lay, you know, right <laughs> at the beginning, just to get set set precedence. Well, to the, I mean, to you're that you're talking about the very next scene because that's yes, yes, it's it like did. a dream sequence mm-hmm. flashback. But the very first scene we get is is Buscemi Steve Buscemi and Cheech. and Cheech. She's married, yeah. And actually, that was. His name in that movie is Buscemi. He's right? Buscemi, yeah. yeah. He's he's credited. And that's as the Buscemi. role that Quentin Tarantino was supposed to play, actually. Right. Which I thought was pretty interesting because Tarantino, he's, he doesn't usually have a huge spot in mm-hmm. in these films, but he, this is a kind of a larger one that he would have been in. Mm-hmm. But and I think it worked out well. I mean, yeah, I think that the overall banter and dialogue mm-hmm. from Buscemi was super, especially Tarantino. in that scene yeah. where he's where he's like, not not these were real low lives, not like the. Class act you got here. That is absolutely Tarantino banter. Yeah, yeah. But I had no idea. Like, you brought that up yesterday, and Mm -hmm. it it was a mind blowing moment. Because I'm looking back on it, I'm like, holy shit, that's absolutely true. So, I mean, we've talked before about, you know, 
roles that weren't supposed to be there and, mm-hmm. and character swapping. So that's just one of them. I thought that was yeah. It's it's kind of been a running theme. We had it in in Godfather and Clue. Mm-hmm. Was there anything like that in Lebowski? I don't think we touched on it too much. I think that was designed for yeah <laughs> for that. It's quite possible. But yeah, so those two roles were flip flopped. Now um, there he is. Uh, Buscemi's Buscemi's role was supposed to go to Tarantino and Tarantino's role is supposed to be Buscemi mm-hmm. so when we get to that part I'd, I'd like to get your opinion on whether who who did that who would have done that better but okay. we're lagging behind a little bit because right. this, this yeah. movie starts with a fucking epic story <laughs> Steve Buscemi walks into this bar where he's clearly unwanted sits down and orders a beer. And he's the only person in the whole movie that doesn't flinch when he takes a drink of that, yeah, the beer in that bar. Like piss. Well, he, he even says, you know, we got more beer that tastes like piss. He's like, oh, it's my brand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as, as, he's, as, as he's drinking, he's like, like the, oh, the dirty glass bothers him. Right. Not like the warm, yeah. tasting beer. He was there. Fuck for you, man. It's the cleanest glass I got. Spits a toothpick in his face. <laughs> Fuck you, but still, still. I have spent it. my life trying to pull off that fast toothpick move. Oh my god. <laughs> you know that's probably why I didn't care because he he had an alternate purpose there. He was, mm-hmm. His job there was to spread the word of the biggest goddamn Mexican yeah. you ever seen. <laughs> yeah. It turns out like you know, Antonio Banderas is like four foot five. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's he's tall, but I mean. <laughs> There are bigger Mexicans in this movie yeah, yeah. hunting Antonio yeah, Banderas. Yeah. But yeah, so he tells this story about this uh, this guitar player who walks into a bar and he's looking for this guy named Bitch, bitch? or Bucho. <gasps> that's it. That's it. Bucho. That's, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and at this point, everybody in the bar is paying attention and he just weaves this wonderful tale which at first seems like exaggeration where the guitar player just massacres everyone in the bar yeah big guitar case full of guns just goes ape shit right and later on he says yeah I, I laid it on thick but mm. did he really well the, well, the funny part is the funny part is he's like I laid it on thick yeah I told him you're the biggest guy I've ever seen <laughs> and that's kind of like the end of it like, that's true yeah, yeah. <laughs> I told him the whole truth Except you're huge. Yeah. <laughs> Giant dick, too. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so. Awkward silence for your after, dick joke here, bud. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm, I'm here to make myself laugh, that's all. There you go. Um, so that's where your dream sequence kind of steps in. Because we cut away in our first, our first scene of Banderas is him... I think it shows him sleeping, and then it shows kind of a flashback dream of him on stage. And that's yeah. when he he uses his guitar as a weapon mm-hmm. <laughs> to smack the fuck out of that one guy. Good. He breaks up a bar fight with a guitar. He breaks up a knife fight with a with a guitar. Yeah, they're going after some woman. Yeah, he steps in, does his little dance across the bar, and keeps on cranking. And just calmly doesn't miss a beat. Never. The whole band walks down the bar yeah. with him. Like they step <laughs> off the stage, and he steps onto the bar. It's obvious he doesn't give a shit about like his guitars <laughs> right? or his friends or anything. Like, <laughs> like he's got his mission, and everything is there. Yeah, like, like to be like WWF style. Like, yeah, it's this movie goes out of its way to make sure you know that El Mariachi is a badass. Right from, right, right. from the get go. Yeah. yeah, lighting. Cinematography angles. Yeah, and, yeah. that whole he's, first scene. Yeah. These these first two scenes, like Buscemi is a phenomenal storyteller, and 
Banderas plays his role well. I mean, he's it's an easy role to play, but he still does it really well. And on top of that, he's he's the most beautiful he'll be through his whole career. <laughs> right, that jawline. Like, yeah, he's <laughs> strong jaws with the long hair. I would I would say that he's objectively attractive as <laughs> as an older man too. He is, but he is he is like. That is, you you look at him and Salma Hayek together and you're like yeah that that makes sense that that's that's the way the universe wants oh, it oh exactly and before <laughs> that it was you know what I mean I I think right before right after Zorro it's him and Catherine said you know, yeah you know what I yeah. mean? it's kind of yep. the same thing it's, like, it's like this people. is the universe of like mm-hmm. the nineties like yes it is very nineties I thought oh, it was it's so nineties it hurts kind of to <laughs> watch it twenty five years later oh yeah it's like I almost feel like Rodriguez and Tarantino designed that. That aura, that '90s feel for movies like this, totally, totally. Where, yeah. you know, there's there's movies that we're gonna watch down the line that 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 dusty western feel was almost designed by Rodriguez and Tarantino mm-hmm. in yeah, the like movies a, that they made. They took uh, a like lot, a they took western, a, enough of it from yes. actual westerns too. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? From like camera shots, yes, like the cowboy camera shot where it's mm-hmm. like from the hip up. Which yeah. isn't like you normally don't shoot an actor like that, but you see that in a lot of Tarantino movies, mm-hmm. just much like cowboy movies, where it's like it's gunslinger sling. Very much scenes, so. You know what I mean? With yeah, with, yeah. And you, it, it's like Tarantino tells stories about being a kid and and you know playing with toys and and telling these stories that he made into movies, and you can tell that Rodriguez is the same way, where he grew up with these stories kind of in his head, so they're. They're very masculine and, and manly and over the top, and yeah. the gun work is insane. The ultraviolet <laughs> There's on, explosions yeah, everywhere. Yeah, There's everywhere. boobs all over the place. <laughs> Everyone's <laughs> beautiful, except for the bad guy. Yeah. He's not half bad. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, on top of that, you've got that, that old spaghetti western feel, but it's also almost a precursor, as far as plot and themes go, to The Punisher with Thomas Jane. Okay. It's it's very similar in in setup and in motivation. You know, they killed my family. Mm-hmm. Now I'm here for vengeance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, this <laughs> that, is that prototype, story. that prototype Hispanic On Punisher. A template. Mm-hmm. Yep. My buddy who downloaded it for me, he was talking <laughs> to me about like you know, there's really no like direct quote like uh, translation for Desperado. You know, it's like the desperate mm-hmm. man, if you will, but it's used in such a romantic sense where mm-hmm. it's like, in this case, he's desperate to mm-hmm. fulfill his mission. Well, his mission to smash his favorite his instrument yeah. over his enemy's head. <laughs> sacrifice his best friend who does all the fucking, like, well, he's all the legwork for before he goes and marks motherfuckers. I, I think the closest thing we have in Americana is the concept of the gunslinger, where it, it is very romanticized. And yeah. it's all about, you know, that gunslinger's going to have one of two endings. He dies in the street, or he walks into the sunset and has no, no connections. Like in this Shane, case, they walk away from a cool as hell either way. Yeah, it's cool as shit. Man. Like, and I, I think Desperado, like the term, is very similar. Right. But right, it's right. almost an even more romantic version of that. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's like um, Desperante versus Desperado. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're so yeah. much more out of time that you're like being. Dr- yeah. I don't know. It's it's a very unique term, and it's. It's really perfect for this movie. I agree. It's, I agree, 100%. It, it just it captures... You don't even have to yes. speak Spanish to capture that feeling. 100%. Like, it, it's almost like, like Rodriguez's man with no name. <laughs> it's, ah, it's a mariachi. <laughs> yeah. It, it's the Desperado. Yeah. Sign it. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
at this point, um, we're kind of settled in in this little town where the majority of the movie takes place. Actually, um, a real city. Yes. They, they filmed on location, mm-hmm. correct? Yeah. Almost entirely? Yeah, that bar still exists, I'm pretty sure, today. You can walk in. It's kind of mm-hmm. a, a sight to be seen. That'd Apparently, be really cool. it's a cool. lot bigger. Really? Um, it's just, they filmed just in that small area, but there's like a, a dancing floor, mm-hmm. and, but it's, a, it's supposed know, to be a pretty large bar. Yeah, that kind of makes sense, thinking about it, because there is one of those shootout scenes um, where you can tell the bar is circular. It goes all the way around that yep. mirror. So... I can imagine that place being of decent size. Mm-hmm. So they, he walks in now, finally, after mm-hmm. this, this whole Buscemi's big spiel. Mm-hmm. He said, I think they're coming this way. I'm, I'm getting out of town, man, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah. And from there, in walks this guy with a guitar case. Not yet. The Mediachi. There's some fun stuff that happens right, I guess before I'm that. jumping. All right. So, and, and. You're going to be really glad I stopped you. All right. Because <laughs> the first thing is we're introduced to Danny Trejo. Mm-hmm. He has, like, no lines in this whole movie. But his he's a presence yeah. in almost every other scene. So in this one, um, he's introduced standing on the side of the road. And then I just imagine he always dials the phone like that, like with a knife. Yeah. He just stabs <laughs> the, the numbers. <laughs> like in, no matter what movie he's in <laughs> right. or in real in life, in real life, yeah, I just yeah. imagine he's at home. Like with a, he, di- he orders yeah. a pizza by with stabbing a, with a butter phone. knife out of the drawer. Real quick. Like, you know, and he's twirling these knives, and I keep uh, the only thing I could keep thinking was like, you're really not twirling these things with any grace. You're <laughs> it's yeah. just like anybody else. Like yeah, yeah I got a knife here. <laughs> yes, <laughs> absolutely. Um, and then. The very next scene is the scene with the tourist Karens. Oh, oh the tourist yes. Karens. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, those three we girls walk up to the bar. so long. <laughs> you guys think Karens are a new thing? No, they were just called Susans in 1995. <laughs> this was their, their, their aunt. Susana. Their asshole Susana, aunt. Yeah. <laughs> so these, these three girls walk up to the bar, and they've got you know a spokesperson. And she, she gives the typical spiel. We've all heard it. Excuse me. I used to work in a bar, <laughs> and you done fucked up. Yeah, where's like, our server? We just want to pay our. We bill. haven't seen our server. We still wanted dessert and more drinks, and we haven't seen him. But now you're not getting tipped, and, and, yeah, uh, and we just want to pay our bill. And at this point, Cheech Marin and the guy who helps him run the bar are sitting there like running numbers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you should think, we kill him, or you think should we pay first, him off his eighteen thousand? <laughs> yeah, you think at first they're like running numbers for the bar. And then you remember, oh, this bar doesn't do any sales. Yeah. <laughs> so they're, they're calculating the money that they owe this contractor. And they're like, what do we owe him in dollars? 18000 18, Yeah. That, see, that guy on the left, the, the guy who's not Cheech. Right, right, right. He's, he's one of the coolest guys in the whole movie. <laughs> I know he's a fucking rat bastard. But he's so cool in my he's eyes. He's one of Bucho's dudes. Yeah. But he's like, he's not the guy, th- one of the guys at the mansion. He's like, yeah. he's like the dude he really tries to go to the bars and like. He's just, he's just like, he's trusted enough to run the business and be allowed to do his own but thing. But when, when the Karens leave or the Susans leave, you know, when the well, Susans, well, your say, beard like, your tastes like piss. Yeah, like piss. And they were like, we know, we pissed we it. Piss it. <laughs> and that's not all. <laughs> And then immediately Cheech looks at that guy and he goes, bad beer, bad service. Don't people know not to come in here? Don't they know not to come in here? It's like, that's so... And so then, right after Thanks that... Thanks for letting me skip that. That's oh, there, I, there's, that's not the scene I was talking about. Because oh, right. immediately, the very next thing we see in the bar 
is Tarantino's scene. Mm-hmm. Oh, the joke is so. So good. yeah, so Tarantino walks in with a buddy, and they're supposed to they're be two tooth. Yeah, two tooth buddy. So <laughs> that guy's. You nice. had me fucking rolling last night talking about this. So you take over. Tell me <laughs> no, about. No, keep tell me going. the joke. Keep going. <laughs> the joke. I can't. I can't. It's not coming to me right off the bat. All right, I'll tell the joke. <laughs> right. So while while the the one guy is is check is is calling their contacts and checking them out, Tarantino takes a big sw- swig of this piss beer. He's just got that sour look on his yeah, face. Yeah, doesn't say anything. Just it's that very beer. clearly <laughs> they were not lying about pissing in the beer. Uh, so he goes, you know, this reminds me of, of a joke. Guy walks up to a bartender and he says, see that glass over there 15 feet across the bar? I'll bet you 300 bucks I can piss all the way into that glass and not spill a single drop. Bartender looks over. That glass, all the way at the end of the bar, not a single drop. You're on. You know, you're the easiest money I ever made. So this guy, and the way Tarantino fucking yeah, tells it, like this is the best part. Whips his dick out. He's looking at the glass, dick, glass, dick, glass, dick, glass. He's zeroed in, glass, dick. Line it up. And then he fires. He's pissing on the bar. He's pissing on the floor. He's pissing on the bartender. Everywhere but the glass. And when he's done, there's not a drop in the glass. The bartender starts laughing. Laughing because you're an idiot. Give me my money. Guy goes, just a second. He walks away. Goes to talk to two guys at the at the The pool table. table. (laughs) They're going back and forth. He comes back to the bar. He slaps his money on the bar. Bartender's still laughing, but the guy's also laughing. What are you so happy about? You just lost three hundred dollars on the stupidest bet you ever made. Well, here's the thing. I bet those guys over there five hundred dollars a piece. Each. Yeah. That now I could piss on your bar, your floor, <laughs> and you, and not only would you not say anything, you'd be happy about it. <laughs> Boom. <So good. laughs> Classic Tarantino. And then and the then, guys he sent the guy he walks in with gets his brain. Yeah. Out. So there there's they a there's a out. real brief like Scissoring motion from not like you know I, fucking scissoring. I, I think he was saying like Fingers. two, like yeah, one or two. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, he like goes two and then he rubs his neck yeah. mm-hmm. and he he clips the scissors right, right. and Cheech blows this guy away with a revolver <laughs> with a silencer on it. Greg, you want to talk about that a little more? <laughs> yes, that is not a possible thing. I don't know if they were trying to make this gun look bigger or just. To so, be it's so only possible in PUBG and Fortnite. <laughs> this fucker called yeah, me dude. last night to talk <laughs> for two hours about how good the gun work in this movie was. I told, I told you guys at the point when I went to bed and I, and I silenced the group chat. That was the last thing I saw was how upset he was about the silence <laughs> the revolver. It's impossible. And, and it kept going. And, yeah, sure, and it went straight to a phone call from there. Nope. This impossible. Was, the explosion happens great. before that even goes down. Yeah, all right. Yeah, so yeah. impossible. Yeah. I don't know what they were thinking there, but I think it was just to make it look bigger. Make it look bad, or, mm. but also it's the same, thing, it's the same you know. thing as a revolver with the sixteen times scope on it. When he's like <laughs> yeah. four feet away from the dude, like a garage right here. Like. Yeah, that kind and of. And he needed this. He needed that scope. We'll, we'll get there. And they always, they all the. It's it's the Mac Ten show through this whole movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Especially that scene. Yeah. Especially Everybody's that got Mac Tens and Desert Eagles. Yeah. yeah, Desert Eagles too. I think it's just a. I don't know. Now, now with your with your expertise. Things. 
Were those 45s or were those 50s? On 45s, right? Uh, they don't make a 45 in Desert Eagle. It's a 44 mag. It's a 44. 44 okay. or, or, 50. or I would, 50. I would say 50 just because. Just for the size? Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. There are 55. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, the Desert Eagle is a, an Israeli Can, handgun? Yeah, uh, Israeli Weapons Industries. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's a it's a novelty weapon in my opinion. It doesn't serve much of a purpose right. except for weigh your pants down. Yeah, unless you're fighting well, a tank. Yeah. Think, <laughs> all right, so what's the other cult movie that uses Desert Eagles exclusively? Do you know? Boondock Saints. Boondock Saints. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Another director and that's in the same vein as Tarantino. <laughs> Duffy. All right. Yeah. All right. Same vein for Shaw. Granted, Duffy kind of hung his hat on Boondock, and it didn't quite pan out. But it's <laughs> still the same kind of film. And stuff yeah. And then well theaters. Yeah. yeah, but then Boondocks too. It's like Ricky from Cheddar Park Boys. I, <laughs> so I, 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 I enjoyed Boondocks too. Yeah. I liked it. I'm just saying. At a certain point, Wait, when I see Ricky. There's a third. There's it's a not connected. I, it's not it's connected. Not connected. Yeah. So it was. It was a. It was a crowdfunded film. That's not connected to the. It's a retelling of the first movie. Without this, with different actors, and then he had like a short-lived TV series that went like six episodes on whatever came before Quibi, like five years ago. <laughs> yeah, Duffy has been pushing that third installment, and it just can't get off the ground. All right, Desperado. Desperado, yes. <laughs> so, um, the one thing that I, I I thought I wanted to talk about before we get into the gunfight is that secret entrance is fucking brilliant. Yep. Not only is the shitter dirty, the not the only is it broken, is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you've got to hit the plunger or the flusher in <laughs> order to open up. the door. Ain't <laughs> nobody going to find it. Nope. So Tarantino and the right-hand man walk into, uh, walk into the secret entrance. And Greg, you had a few things to say about this gunfight? Well, it was just... <laughs> it was. I kind of already said it. it was a Mac Ten show. I mean, it was just above and beyond, over the top. Right. Um, the jumping, the mm-hmm. the explosions. This. I mean, it just it's so super over the top, and I couldn't get over it. <laughs> and what set it off was that revolver with mm-hmm. the silencer. But it's it, it's definitely like. What a seven-year-old or a ten-year-old thinks of when well, they I think of a gunfight. Before that, can, so when Antonio Banderas walks in, mm-hmm. they they want to open his case, his guitar case, yeah. And so it opens and slowly, yeah. So let's talk about that. the The guitar when they first open the guitar case, it looks like there's just a guitar in it, and then a few seconds later, slowly the guitar starts up. to lift up, and you realize that there's actually a fuck ton of guns and mm-hmm. grenades and ammunition in there, and. A codpiece gun, if you notice. That comes up again later. Later, yeah, 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 but for sure. There's a gun and there's a scene attached to it. We'll talk talk about mm-hmm. that later. But there's there's guns in that in that case that are apparently used in a bunch of cutscenes. Mm-hmm. Every gun in that in that guitar case got used during filming. <laughs> yeah. And they which say is there's outrageous. not that much work for mariachis. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's work for mariachi these days. <laughs> Thank you, Manito. Thank you. Miguel. Was it Miguel or was no, it Manito? Oh, okay. <laughs> I was gonna say I thought both uh, both those kids were. Well, we'll talk about that. Yeah. Um, so we have our our technically our first gunfight, but really it's our second because the first one was a story. Mm-hmm. Um, and Antonio Banderas thinks he's killed everybody in the bar, and he got no information. He's looking for Bucho, and nobody's willing to talk. But and they all they're all on orders to kill him on sight. 
So he leaves the bar, and the right-hand man uh, who was with Cheech, who Cheech is now dead. Um, Big time dead. Yeah, blown the fuck away. <laughs> uh, he has survived because he was in the back room. He That guy killed Tarantino, thinking Tarantino was in on a it. snitch. Yeah. And so this guy's kind of just buying his time to wait on the perfect yeah, moment. Yeah, so he follows, he follows Banderas down the street, or he follows El Mariachi. And this is when we get our first good look at Salma Hayek in this movie. She is young, she is beautiful, and she is stopping tra- traffic like I imagine <laughs> she does in real life. Literally. Like there isn't, she crosses the street and there's a fucking car accident because everybody's staring at her. And she's walking towards El Mariachi. And. Her eyes light up. Right. She she's very clearly attracted to Banderas, uh, aren't we all? And so is he. And <laughs> it's up. almost like he's got a spider sense because as they get closer, he shoves her to the ground. By and the head. He, yeah, well, he grabs he, her by the head. They the lock. The head. They lock eyes. Mm-hmm. I always remember oh, yeah. that scene. And I'm like, that's the dumbest thing I've seen in my life. Like he's just like, <laughs> like about to hit on her, and then he just like grabs her head and saves her life. Like you know what I mean? But but well, when she I gave was, it away by looking exactly. Through. Yeah, yeah. Like mm-hmm. the, he like, a little bit. Like he's so like locked in mm-hmm. on her eyes. You see her her, her expression. It's like you said. It's a very subtle. Bit. It's, it's very, very subtle. subtle. But it, but but it's it's a smile. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's that yeah. smile, and it goes and then like the smile a changes look, a little bit, yeah. And it's very subtle, but that's what as soon as it's that look, mm-hmm. it's. Thrilling. So he shoves her to the ground, and he spins, and he fires off a shot and kills the right hand man. And Not before he gets shot in the yeah. Arm. So you and I talked about this a little bit last night. That shot makes no fucking None of them sense. Do. None of them do. I mean, like he's done a few of these things. He's literally playing the drums. <laughs> right. Yeah. You he's like, like throwing the bullets. Yeah, you know, just the, the trajectory <laughs> angles, the lack of steadiness of aim. It's just so no, it's you comical. Yeah, you really gotta push those yeah. bullets out of the yeah. barrel. It's extra velocity. It's, it's seriously, it's comical. like uh, it's, it was like I was watching Wanted again. Yeah, he's like pulling off behind the back. He's like doing, yeah. he's doing the Zorro <laughs> shit with the gun. Yes, you know yes, I mean? yes very much so. Well, I guess but this good, shot, the shot that hits him in the in the arm, when it when it's first shown, it's a through and through shot through the side of his mm-hmm. shoulder. Yep. And then he he gets carried essentially to. Salma Hayek's or library. Carolina, Carolina. Her, uh, her library, her library, her or her bookstore cafe, mm-hmm. cafe bookstore, um, and the bullet is somehow lodged in his shoulder like it was a direct hit. Mm-hmm. Um, He's passed out. He's yeah, to wake up. She gives him a bunch of pain pills. Passed out. Yeah, I'm so and then she operates on him. With, I'm operating on you. Yeah, she's book. got the she's got the textbook. <laughs> you don't want to go to a hospital here. She says, <laughs> "Keep that in mind." That's, yeah, no, that's <laughs> another thing. That's that pisses me off about these ballistics of this movie <laughs> is she digs this slug out of his arm and it's a big one it's a she yeah, does big, a great job a great job but it's a big big bullet and mm-hmm. she uses a cigarette to see smoke to cauterize it yeah smoke, but it the ain't that size well, right. no, you don't even have to smoke right. like, yeah. they, she pulls out the slug and then mm-hmm. the, the you can see she pulls out a cigarette. Yeah. And it's like this slug's like you five smoke. times well, the size then he's of like, cigarette. That's what I'm saying. She yeah. uses that. I'm like, man, come on. Come on. Get with it. But I, I guess the thought well, was then, there. There's there's just some almost out of place comedy, but I appreciated it. Yeah. Where like he's in pain because she's doing what she's got to do. And then he like he's like, I'm thirsty. Or no, she, she gives him another more pill. Painkillers and and, and he, he, <laughs> he grabs this water. And she's like, hot water. Blah, what are you trying this, to do to me? What are you doing to me? <laughs> Gives her the cold, and, and yeah. she's she's looking at him dead in the eyes when he's drinking that. You know what I mean? Yeah, like it's the most yeah. addictive shit. Just because he, he disagreed <laughs> with her a moment ago. 
Yeah, it's... Oh, that's boiling hot to rub me alcohol. <laughs> soaked in your fucking blood or something. Like, and realistically, that glass is probably the one she was rinsing the... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's it's crystal clear. Was he not bleed? Is he already all bled out? Is he really dead? Is this whole movie? Yeah. Well, there's a lot. <laughs> of that too. He's dead. There's a lot of that too. I mean, at the end when he does, gets, he exist. He gets shot does up. Does semi exist in this movie? <laughs> Sorry, there's a Greg. lot of that. No, you're good. There's a lot of that. Just uh, at, you know, at the end when his blood is soaking with blood mm-hmm. and it's very red. And as the scene goes on, it turns into lesser red and now right, it's pink it fades. and now it's back to white. You know, just blood don't work like that. His his well, it it. It depends on how unbuttoned his shirt is. If his shirt is buttoned all the way up, he's bleeding. If his shirt's unbuttoned <laughs> down below the nipples, he stopped bleeding. And he's in hero mode. <laughs> um, Same. So he takes the he takes that pain pill and she thinks he's gone back to sleep. And she opens up the guitar case. And he uh, he gets up next to her and she pulls the she pulls the codpiece gun out. And she's like, like it's very clearly shaped like a jockstrap Phallic. with a fucking pistol in front. Yeah, and she goes, barrel and two, what is two, this? Two, uh, he's like wheels, two right? Revolver it's got, wheels it's inside. got. Yeah. Very, he's very, like, oh, that's my very, strap on. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's it's saved me more than once. Yeah, it saved my life. <laughs> and I mean, it's it's just wonderfully absurd. Again, it's this is the kind of action movie a ten year old would have made, <laughs> but if a ten year old was a genius. But it's so funny. It's like. Like the fucking cock gun or whatever. It's just yeah. so obvious, and they're, they're still just like beating around the bush and like yeah. being flirty about well, it. They couldn't. Like. <laughs> so, one of the scenes, or two of the scenes that they had to cut out, because originally the, the director's cut of this is NC 17, and it was like a hard line for them. Oh, really? Yeah. So, they had to fight just to get it down to an R rating. Damn, I had no idea. So, they had to take the codpiece gun, like all the shooting scenes with it, because there's two bar scenes where he, like, thrusts and shoots somebody with the cod piece and they had to cut those out and I mean they cut out a couple other things but those were like the things that Rodriguez like he's like I didn't want to take this out of the movie but I had to if I was if it was going to play in theaters Mm -hmm. he should have done like a Trey Parker Matt Stone thing just (laughs) kept revising it making it more offensive (laughs) until eventually they just passed we're done with this guy because that's awesome (laughs) so at this point the movie kind of we, we we enter act two and the movie slows down a little bit and uh, El Mariachi says he has to go to church because he is a sinner. Not that much work for Mariachi these days. <laughs> yeah, there's no work. He's got to pray for work, but he's got to go do do confession now. The church that he walks into is uh, Santa Cecilia, and Saint Cecilia is the patron saint of musicians. Mm-hmm. So it was no accident that that sign was out front of that church. Mm-hmm. Damn, that's crazy. Um, he walks into the church and he goes to give his confession, and lo and behold, Bissemi is on the other side, <laughs> and he just goes off. He's I'm like, "I thought out. we said no more bloodbaths. I am fucking done with you. Call your buddies; they're crazy anyway." Yes. Or what? Are, what are their names? Uh, Kino that's and right. fuck. I got them written down. Hold on. <laughs> I was gonna, I was about to be like, um, I have no idea. So you say Kino, but yep, that sounds familiar. Kino's one because it's. So I even looked them up. Oh, They're yeah, I knew that here. one. They're fucking here somewhere. It, I mean, they, they have... Kino a, and Kampa. Right, they have a huge yeah. role, but it's like... Yeah. You know what I mean? There's so much backstory. And mm-hmm. like, you know what I mean? So many times reference that he's got friends who own a favorite. Yeah. And Buscemi, like you just said, call, I'll call your friends. Yeah. They're fucking crazy. <laughs> They're fucking crazy anyway. Yeah, I love that. And you, you have... You have just this... 
You're really digging into your Jamie roll over there. <laughs> Punch it up, baby. <laughs> he's Buscemi. Like it almost feels like he's got more history with him than even his because it's clear that. The other two guys were in a band with him, but mm-hmm. Buscemi's right, not a musician. Right. Buscemi's just some guy that like yeah, he's no got a different story. kind of history yeah. with. And Bi- Antonio goes on to say, "Like I need you to do this." Yeah, he's probably his band manager or something. Yeah, and I, I tragically it, sucked it, into the crime. <laughs> it makes me want to watch El Mariachi and see if there's a Buscemi crossover. Like if that character, not that actor, but that character no, is the yeah, movie. Yeah, um, that would make that would make sense about maybe even Quint's. Yeah, you know what I mean. Because it's like when when his buddy dies, like he gets murked, and then Mm -hmm. next scene immediately after the big fight scene, you know what I mean? Yeah, like like, right when they make it a point to be like, oh, it's not Quentin who dies; like he still Mm -hmm. dies like two minutes later, right? You know what I mean? So maybe maybe he has. Has Quentin Tarantino ever survived a cameo? Hmm. Probably right. Because he dies, he dies off screen in uh, Reservoir Dogs, right? He dies in this. Dust till dawn. He's dies in guys. dust till dawn, right? Yeah. Um, Those who died in Kill Bill. Fuck, where is he in Kill Bill? Uh, I know he's got to um, be in it. Second, the second installment. Is he in the second one? He's got to. Nobody survives that movie except for <laughs> Baby Doll. Baby Doll? I mean, at the rate we're going, I feel like we're going to connect a lot of these. Yeah, movies. well, yeah. And, I mean, that's definitely a pair of movies that we will... We will watch. Like me and Greg last night, just as a quick side note, we were we were talking about some plans and stuff. And I think this, not this year, but next summer, we're going to do like a summer of Tarantino where we'll do a bunch of Tarantino and Rodriguez movies and just fucking dig into mm-hmm. them for two months. And but yeah, it. and that'll that'll definitely I mean, be a duality. I mean, we're gonna go in cycles of everything. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, it's like we we did Godfather one. We're gonna touch back on mm-hmm. two and three at some point. Yeah. I'm sure. And same thing with we don't talk about Godfather three. Yeah, it's, <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> but some Coen Brothers stuff. All the episodes yeah. will kind of coincide. Like, yeah, after a certain amount of time. But yeah, but um, but yeah, Tarantino dies a lot. Yeah, he may die more on screen than fucking Sean Bean. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, getting back to the movie. Um, so he gets in this big argument with Buscemi and Buscemi storms out and the priest walks up at this point. He goes, would you like confession, my son? And Banderas goes, maybe later, father. Where I'm going, I'll just have to come right back. <laughs> and I, it's just the dialogue. Dialogue always catches me. You can have a good story, but if you've got shit dialogue, it means nothing to me. So having those good interpersonal conversations... Make a film. It's like you have this, death. you have this Rodriguez and Tarantino dialogue going on throughout, like a lot of these, especially this one, and then it's like Banderas and Sama Hayek. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Which aren't their typical accents right. behind the characters. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah. Where like even in Dust Till Dawn, there's not like so, mm-hmm. so much accent, but but here it's like you still get that dialogue. Yeah, you know what I mean. But you get Antonio Banderas, Spanish being, accent. yeah, being you know Antonio Banderas, I mean? yeah, yeah. yeah. Where like, if you look at his character in uh, uh, fucking Interview with the Vampire, with the Vampire, he's he's got to really restrain himself, like you're saying. And here, he's just like they're like, act like you're at home. You <laughs> yeah, he, and apparently he, he shoots a lot of people when he's at home. <laughs> yeah, he did an interview during like in '95, right, right uh-huh. when the movie came out, and he kind of said like the difference between. You know, you could do this movie in, in Europe, in Spain, mm-hmm. and the budget's much smaller, but it's like a writer's uh, 
who takes the role of the, the director mm-hmm. and it's more of like a screenplay guy or just a yeah. novelist or an actual writer and that's like what drives the story mm-hmm. more and he's like in America it's like the actor mm-hmm. you know I mean it's like the actor so even like some of these scenes that seem corny or whatever yeah. it's kind of like the, the actor is carrying mm-hmm. you know what I mean more well that's that's that kind of brings up a, a thought for me. Greg, you said something about Banderas directing a couple of the days yeah, on actually, set, right? Um, he was given that opportunity, I think. I can't remember which scene, but he definitely um, was given free reign on one or two um, scenes where Robbie was just like, yeah, you can have it. Because I guess Tantino, or I'm sorry, uh, Antonio really fought for these. He's like, just let me have mm-hmm. this, man, please. And that's something that does not happen. Mm-hmm. you know. And he's like, after... Like Much I just discussion. said, there's probably somebody wants to bring to the table. Yeah, no, for sure. He's well, like, I'm in a position. It's, of, it's Hollywood. It's where like the actors, yeah. the carrying. Well, and Rodriguez had, had to step away to record sure. to right. direct four rooms. You said, yeah, four rooms. He had that's that was a, uh, a bigger thing. He was he was directing his part of four rooms at at that time. It. So he had to step away for a day or two mm-hmm. to to fill that role. And so Banderas took over for him during mm-hmm. that. I had no idea about that. I had no idea that they were filmed during the same time. I knew they were released around the same time, but you know how. Exactly. Yeah. Stack their fucking and especially guys in that part out. part of their career, they'll yeah. have like student films that they'll bring back. And that makes sense too, because Four Rooms doesn't have any of the typical characters that you know right. from yeah, the other from movies. Right. It's like they're 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 actually these guys love to from tease the movies, same, but not actors. from that. The Robert yeah. Rodriguez or Tarantino. Like, and they have their favorites. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's definitely. Yeah. Worth noting. Um. So, Buscemi, uh, getting back to the story. Steps out in the street and Banderas follows him. El Mariachi follows him, and they are immediately attacked by Danny Trejo. Um, the knife slinger. Greg, <laughs> again, Greg called me with so many complaints about this movie last night. <laughs> There's holes on holes don't, on holes. Don't be wrong. <laughs> we love this goddamn movie. Yeah. <laughs> but we talked for two and a half hours about how ridiculous it was, and Trejo throwing knives. Like, not only does he only miss twice. Yeah. But these people are instantly killed by a right. knife that like goes pierces two to but three inches. You, it's not how, <laughs> so, so it's like the, hits them in the shoulder and they're. Uh, so in uh, the scene, like, uh, um, Trejo tra- no, hits him a few times. Yeah, hits Banderas a few yeah, times. Quite a few. He actually yeah. in the alley behind a dumpster, straight up pulling it out of his bag, mm-hmm. spewing blood all over the alley wall, right? over the top. And blood that's too, when the, yeah. the limo, the bulletproof mm-hmm. limo that Bucho just bought. Yeah. Pulls up, and if you if you think about it, like Trejo was gonna walk down there, fin- finish off mm-hmm. our boy, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. But they were they talked about killing no, anybody. But, armor. No, but he had to come point, up yeah. and fight a li- a bulletproof yeah. limo with twelve dudes in there with so throwing knives. Let's let's like, let's he, pause he real quick. They saved him though. They let's count how many yeah, knives. Absolutely. How many knives does he have on that vest? One, two, three, four, seven, five, eight, six, eight, seven, eight, after, maybe nine. So right here is when the yeah. Uh, this so is he's already through. he's already thrown five knives at this point. He's got two in his hands too. Th- oh, he's got two. Yeah, okay. So he's got eleven. <laughs> no, no. I was gonna say I think he threw three. All three mm-hmm. of them hit. You said he missed two. He hasn't missed. No, no. no. He, hasn't missed he, hit, he hit Banderas three right. times. Three. Those are he the hit, two. Four and five. He hit Basemi twice, and then the okay. the limo pulls up. So he had he is that right sixteen there. knives One, two, total. Three, yeah, four, five, six, seven. So how many eight, knives nine. does he throw against the limo? Nine. I he has almost, nine right there. What does he mean? he threw? Right. So <laughs> he misses two. Misses so we're two. already up to yep. two. He takes out five people. One shot. So we're up to seven. <laughs> did he use? Did he have any knives left? He threw. Th- he's got four at this point left, because he's thrown seven. 
He's got I, a few in his jack I strap, feel like a couple in his sock. He, I mean, he was he's pulling them out of his throat, out yeah. of his boots. Yeah, but I think it's funny that like uh, Bucho makes it a point where hit the people watching him from Colombia mm-hmm. are like, "Oh, they got a guy here. Like, yeah. what does he look like? You know?" And he cuts out Tall, of service. Dark skin, dark cuts hair. out of service. He's like, "Who's got my car phone number?" And yeah. nobody knows. And <laughs> during that time is when this happened. Yes. And it's all because yes. that, that communication because Bucho's mm-hmm. being watched by his high robs. He said, "Kill yeah. whoever." Yeah. No. We that, don't know. Nobody. Nobody knows who's who mm-hmm. at this point. So when Trejo pulls up and he's like I said, he's about to finish yeah. off El Mariachi. He's already got three knives in his bag. Well, and there was that kill order for anybody from out of town. Right. If you don't, don't recognize know. him, shoot him. Right. I don't know that guy. Yep. Never seen him before. Bang, bang. So it's almost in a sense the miscommunication between Bucho and his higher-ups saved yeah. Mariachi Which, and the other. That, that scene was a little surreal for me because the whole time you're really engrossed in Bucho's the guy at the top, Bucho's the guy at the top, and then Bucho reveals he's got bosses, mm-hmm. not a right. boss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. got a guy who's watching him for his boss. Mm-hmm. So there's a bunch of people above Bucho, and he's he's still barely above street level. Right, right, right. So <laughs> it just, like, if, if you were to expand this out and El Mariachi took on the cartel, which... There's not that much work for Mariachi. <laughs> exactly. He, he's not getting any money from, from playing music. He's got to kill people. It's got to kill people. I mean, it's one or the other. Right. There's only two. I kill people all the time. I'm not making any money. For the FBI that's listening, that was a joke. I'd like to stay home. Thank you. Um, So, what was I talking about? Oh, killing people. So, Bucho has this giant fucking army, and he's not even at the top of the cartel. If 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 the third film, if I had made the f- third film, I probably would have fucked it up because I would have tried to like take out the whole cartel. Once upon a time in Mexico is basically this movie again with a few extra characters. Like Johnny Depp's character comes in, and like that's why I chose this one over Once Upon a Time in Mexico because I think this is the better film. It's more known, I think. Yeah. Too. Um, like this is the better version of that story. And part of it is fucking Janie Trejo has knives out the ass and he's throwing <laughs> knives when they don't exist. So I'm I I'm gonna go back and watch that again. Look, look count at this the goddamn knives. Doesn't it look like he's literally pulling two knives out of his ass? <laughs> <laughs> Just the grimace on his face. How many did he have in that picture? He has more in that picture. Uh, oh, that picture that might right be yeah, that yeah. might be when he he throws at uh, Buscemi. Yeah, those are the first. Yeah. yeah, that's when he's loaded. So he takes out a lot of the limo and then the limo yeah. takes out him. So and, and Banderas escapes. Yeah, he's yeah. well. He's in the alleyway. Yeah, and the the kid shows up. Uh, Manito, Man- Manito, Manito. Yeah. And so he I shows told up. you practice all day, all every day. day. You've been practicing. He's 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 hiding his his wounds and stuff. What he's was that, practicing. Shasti? Not as good as I'm going to be. Boom, boom. <laughs> so he st- the kid stumbles in and he's gonna walk him into, what was it? The. Uh, was it the bookstore? I don't remember, but he's walking. Um, Antonio Banderas is walking against a wall, and he's just yeah. gushing blood. Yeah, he's down. bleeding and, all over the fucking place. Kind of from the kid and from mm-hmm. everybody. He's just kind of. But he's leaving this trail. Yes, giant trail. <laughs> blood. <laughs> like, blood. Oh, man, they're really bad painters over here. <laughs> they just painted a stripe. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think Manito was going to take him to the bookstore. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, she doesn't she patch him up a little bit again, or they well, start? No, to, no, no, that's right. they were no. going to his dad's house. Now they think about it, because they were going to go swap out the guitars, mm-hmm. and that's when he finds he out that the everybody goes down. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So stops with the with the guitar with the 
cocaine in it or yeah, something. <laughs> and he, like, Manito makes a point of saying, like, yeah, nobody in this town has a real job. Everybody mm-hmm. sells drugs. So, like, this one business in town, it's like a coal town, but worse. <laughs> like, as soon as, the, as soon as the cocaine fields dry up, everybody's yeah. moving away. <laughs> yeah. So he gets real pissed about that. Like, holy crap, you're bringing your... You're bringing kids into this. You're bringing so, everything into. Well, that's it. why he goes straight to the li- to her bookshop, and mm-hmm. he, and he's like, "You set me up. You knew. Yeah. You yep. told them yeah. that I was going to make a confession mm-hmm. at the church." Yep. So, I've forgotten at this point that there is still a side story going on with Bucho, and this this is where the movie gets funny in kind of ways that only 90 mo- 90s movies were funny. Yeah. Because all the shit at Bucho's place is almost cartoonish, and one of those scenes is like his. His right hand, who in the script and in the in the cast list is known as the right hand. Yeah, um, they have just cleared the scene of the of the bar massacre. Like this movie takes place over two fucking days, yeah. and the right hand goes, "You're so worried about El Mariachi. He's a myth, motherfucker. He just killed thirty of your dudes." Dude, I thought I I agree, dude. I thought that was the funniest shit. It's like his right hand, dude, is just gaslighting the shit out of him. He's like, he's like, bro, you're crazy as. Says in the beginning, and then after the thirty guys dies, he's like he, he total alpha movie. Right. He just doubles down, like completely ignorantly. He's like, dude, he's a myth. Dude. He's you're, a myth. You're a, we you're got a pussy for believing this. We we got this this limo that's bulletproof, but shh, you don't need it. Drive around in yeah. my truck. He's yeah. like, Almeri- he's like, dude, that's what I got it there's for. There's not much bark for fucking mariachis these days. <laughs> what we got it for? Said, dude, I'll, I'll I'll take the limo. Get in. I'll handle this. I just want to point out that like. I don't know who's dumber, the right-hand man or the kid. Like, they're both <laughs> stupid in ridiculous ways. Well, I guess the kid is... There's not that much work here. <laughs> <laughs> the guy. I guess the kid is Antonio's right-hand man. That's true. That's true. They're, you know what? That's a really good point. Well, I mean, you think about it, Buscemi was, and like I said... Yeah, he, and then all of a sudden... Throw, he will throw anybody mm-hmm. into the line of fire as yeah. a human meat shield and just to get his... Well, the only person that he kind of feels bad about getting shot and we'll get to this real soon is yeah. the kid mm-hmm. and he goes on a fucking rampage mm-hmm. after the kid is shot yeah right over the hospital um but before we get to that el mariachi has been shot and stabbed today <laughs> oh that fucker is tough as steel like just trying to get a job <laughs> he's, he's, he just wanted to play his guitar and just, shoot some he's assholes still able to hold his giant desert eagle or, right you know, his, his, his 1911s up with his charred arm <laughs> and I mean <laughs> yeah I you know it's it's, it's, it's so ridiculous <laughs> like I love this movie but the more I tear it apart it's all like, shock damn. it's all just it's violence that's it's, what we that's, what we, that's shock, why we love it it's all shock value from 95 yeah you know what I mean? yeah it's a it's this movie is firmly planted in the 90s <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm yeah. nine years old I probably yeah. saw this like Right when it came out TNT mm-hmm. or whatever you're saying like a year and a half later or yeah the next year or whatever I, I remember watching this in in 99 uh, I was in f- I was in 4th grade and I remember watching it being like man I probably shouldn't be watching this right now <laughs> yeah. especially for the scene that comes up next so like before we get to the really fun stuff Bucho becomes like the most fleshed out character in the entire movie he's got motivations he's got history he's got backstory he's got he's got shit going on mm-hmm. and he's got character development but we don't really spend enough time with him, <laughs> so yeah. he has to be the villain. Mm-hmm. In any other movie, they could have flipped this around and made Bucho like 
he could have been like Michael from The Godfather. Where it's like, hey, yeah. he's a bad guy, but, uh, you know, yeah. he takes care of the community. Yeah, he's kind yeah. of a victim, you know? too. You know? He's yeah. going to fall into He kills a lot of yeah. women, but, <laughs> you know, he's a nice guy. But again, two days. He's he guys people with flowers. Plus or minus ten years. Yeah, he <laughs> keeps the whole town afloat after it, the well dried up. He, just keep, like, he doesn't kill his right-hand man, but he keeps killing, like, he more keeps people going. that are closer and closer to him throughout the movie. Which right. Is, like, he just... He's just he shoots his right hand's ma- or right hand man's way. right hand. He's in the same way as yeah. Well, as and Elmeret. there's a reason right, for that. But I mean, we, that's yeah. the fun turn. Right. But same way before the at turn, no cost. Yeah, or at all costs. Yeah. So, like uh-huh. I said, Mariachi has been stabbed and shot. Mariachi's been shot fucking twice now, right? And has three stabbings. Yeah. yeah, so he's been shot twice and been stabbed three times in a single day. And they're on his both of his arms. Now his I wish happy. Greg, arms. <laughs> I wish we had known this before because you just you just broke your leg a couple months back, right? Yes. Did you know that sexy time heals all wounds? <laughs> I guess, man. <laughs> I should have known. It is doctor prescribed. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, how can you resist a a bleeding, sweaty? T- uh, yeah, I mean, man. I all I've ever wanted in my life is he for Antonio Banderas to rake feet. his his spurs Spur across my yes, ass. Dude, that spur scene is hilarious. <laughs> So we're we're talking into the good stuff, the gushy, the sex scene we've all been waiting for, and it's it's illustrious and slow building. But yeah, the, you're totally right that right, that uh, that spur scene over the butt is perfect. And I I I didn't want I didn't want to pause. He's able to do anyway. I mean, like he, he the, was this like, was one of those one of those scenes that I guarantee they had to edit real heavily to get that R rating. <laughs> well, did you know too that the. The entire cast showed up that day to watch this. Oh, really? I don't blame them. No, seriously, they, they, it's, it, they said that everybody showed up and they wanted to watch them go at Like, it. that is... and But yeah. Robbie Rodriguez was like, no, nah, I'm going to say this one for myself. So right. he's sitting in the closet, you know, doing his thing while they're getting down. Everybody else is like, just waiting for moans and stuff like that. Right. So he kicked everybody out and Robbie had his own masturbatory fantasy right. come alive. <laughs> so That's like, awesome. <laughs> Like I, I don't blame them. I mean, when you when you think about those two people, they would create the most beautiful baby. Yeah. Well, you know what? During it would that be a gun-toting, long-haired at baby. The end, I thought I thought Benders was more buff. He's a, he's, he's kind of scrawny, and his head, head looks movie. huge. <laughs> he looks like a bobblehead. He's just a beautiful man. I, like his face, face is beautiful. I guess. But I and it's, a it, part of it dude. is the hair. Like yeah. you look at him now, and he's he's got the short curly hair, and it's not quite the same. <laughs> but you go back to this or Zorro. He pulls his ponytail back quite a few times as well, just to like. Like I, I, I'd say, I'd say the the biggest you know guy love moment for him is is when he's on stage with the with the guitar. Mm-hmm. He's got oh, his yeah. hair back. He's in the mariachi oh, yeah. outfit. And in this scene, you definitely tell he's pretty. And you can tell they hid him behind Salma mm-hmm. because Salma's Salma's got some assets, and oh, they they Karina. hide him behind her. Yeah, I mean everybody wants to see that. She's got a sweet ass. I mean, we're, <laughs> let's let's talk about it. Uh, this is not a movie made for women, <laughs> right? Yeah. Right. This is a ma- masculine-driven movie. It's all about the dudes. Mm-hmm. Show me that sweet behind. So. Well, and I mean, it, she had to have sex with him. Like I said, yeah, this course. was the only way to heal his wounds. <laughs> the only way. It's, it's, it's just what it is. So, it's it's ironic that well, God, she has not aged a fucking day. Well, she had some work. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I'm yeah. pretty sure this picture, like, yeah. they were just like magnified everything. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's fine. I mean, yeah, she's. She's definitely more voluptuous, Herky. but I mean, you look at her face. She's yeah. She has not aged. Yeah. Like she, she looks mean, almost the same. I mean, yeah, she does. But also, like uh, Botox. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe, maybe. 
<laughs> All right, so I just this this finished. movie made me a man. Yeah, <laughs> like yesterday, just yeah, it was the first time. Just yesterday. Um, <laughs> now, we, now we have the the second so, climax. Yeah, so there's immediately <laughs> another sex scene, but it's much more crude. Yes, like Bucho's getting fucked by his other his I guess his left hand woman. Yeah, is it that one or is it yeah? The that's piece? the girl. Okay, okay, that's the girl that he sends on those assassin missions. She's good looking too. I thought I I I had a funny picture of her. He's smoking a cigar, not really, just got that thousand yard stare, and then all of a sudden he's like, get off. He's like, get off me. (laughs) Get off. And then he picks up the phone, he's like, he's at the bookstore. I am certain. Deep in thought while getting domed. Right. Like, I don't care what's going through his head at that moment. (laughs) That is not what you're thinking about. Like, you put, are if you're a put your put the death of your assassin on hold for like <laughs> two minutes and thirty seven seconds. That's all you're gonna <laughs> fucking need. That's all you're gonna need for like, all ladies out if, there. I mean, that's I mean that's that's a long one. That's two minutes. <laughs> I'm pinching my leg at that point. I'm singing ABCs, doing I math. Like I'm I'm telling you right now, I I would not be able to contain my excitement with either of those women. Let's be real here. Like oh god, I'm gonna get some. Hate mail for this one. Hate mail. Oh, and <clears throat> I, I think I think Pride this might be two minutes and forty seconds. This might be this might be a good spot for us to uh, do some pluggables. Oh, we got some sponsors. We uh, we have a sponsor today. Um, our sponsor today is Tacos, Tacos, Tacos. Everybody loves tacos. Make your way down to Tacos, Tacos, Tacos for the best burgers in the West. I don't know about you, but I love tacos. <laughs> Um, our second sponsor today uh, is a a local uh, a local lawyer. If you've ever eaten at Tacos 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 and flipped through a dimensional rift into a world where their salsa verde had too much salt and there was no oxygen in the air, no you, you may be entitled to compensation. No one has reported this so far, but we figured it was worth a shot. Call 1-888-888-8889, extension 9701618181813, to file your claim today. Salty. Well, I'm glad we had the chance to do that. Yeah, thank you, Tacos, Tacos, Tacos. <clears throat> I had one of their burgers and today. And affiliates. I, I had to hold my breath, but Salsa Verde was on, t- on point. <laughs> so... Um, All right, back at it. Immediately after these two sex scenes, um, Bucho has sent a bunch of men to go take out El Mariachi and Carolina. Because he's realized that Carolina is is hiding him. And you good? Yeah, I think so. Um, He's he's realized Carolina's hiding him and uh, just decides to waste them both. And El Mariachi... Notices their shadows in the window, and he sees them coming. So he slowly pulls, pulls out, out his gun. gun out of his ass, and then the other one while yep. while Carolina is sleeping on his lap. He's watching these two guys come from both sides, and he's slowly following, following them with the gun. Until and then he's pointing his guns at Catalina. And to which point he kicks her in the chest. <laughs> yeah, she goes flying, <laughs> <laughs> and he takes him out. He's such a perfect gentleman. <laughs> Just big Just, boots. Are, he uh, took her breath away. Yeah. Oh wait, no. <laughs> I think I think the term I'm looking for is knock the wind out of her, or is it take her breath away? 
Um, so we get into this wonderful gunfight, and they try to escape downstairs through the front door of the bookstore, but the bookstore's on fire. <gasps> Gasp. And uh, it's a callback to an earlier moment where Bucho had, said, had said that, uh, you know, a, book, a bookstore would never have lasted in this town. It would have gone up in smoke at some point. So they light the place on fire, and they have a, a shootout. And uh, they narrowly Before escape. Before the shootout, mm-hmm. he has to lay that big smooch on her. Epic. He it's kind of in by the, the middle of the, of the is shootout. It? I thought it was yeah. like the last, so it's when they the get up on jump. the roof. Yeah, yeah, the last jump. He had to bolster his his, his woman down like you that turns me. around real quick too yeah yeah it gave her the ability to jump over the jump yeah, over the so gap a, so it worked yes i mean sex gives you gives you healing powers and that, deep, that is deep kisses. Kiss, deep kisses give you the ability to jump real far Mad i house. think we've cracked the case <laughs> bucho's just not you know he's not getting laid enough no, no, no. not by the right ones apparently just I'm gonna move on. I'm gonna move on. <laughs> no need to discuss magical vaginas. Um, we already have. <laughs> right. right. Selena, we love you. Selena. <laughs> so, uh, they narrowly escape, and Bucho decides to muster his forces, and at the same time, El Mariachi realizes the time has come to call his friends. Bum, bum, bum. And his two friends. The real crazy ones. Kampa uh, and Kino. Kino. Yeah. Kino. Kino. Mm-hmm. Q-U-I-N-O, I think. Um, he calls them in. Kino. He goes, And this phone call <laughs> is another fucking moment where I'm like, this movie makes no sense. Because he calls and he goes, Kino, is Kampa there? Good. How fast can you get to this town? And then they drive separately. Yeah. <laughs> like, one takes a bus and one dr- drives a Jeep. Like, you couldn't have fit both guitar cases in that fucking Jeep or split some bus fare. All the two homies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Because he definitely calls them and it's like they're together. Yeah, they're to- he, yeah, yeah. he specifically asks, is Kampo there? Exactly. Good. They both, have, it, they both have to make their glorious entrance. He's like, I need right. you guys. They like, needed to come in from opposite yeah. sides. They're not even like for what? He's just like, I need you guys here tomorrow. Well, oh, yeah, and bring your you guitar. You said they owe him a favor. I mean, I, I'd, like, I'd like that. No, for sure, yeah. but I'd lead in with, hey, you're going to need your guitar cases. <laughs> right. And this is the location. Like, are you available? You know, I need your guitar cases. Well, he like, talked, yeah, it's like I said, they're, they're crazy anyway. They were, they were in. They, 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 they were, were going to bring their guitars anyway. Yeah, exactly. Like, we're going dancing? Better bring my rockets. <laughs> oh, we're going to a concert? I need, a, I need I don't two know if, machine guns. I don't guns. know if we're there yet, but we can talk about these rockets here. Well, we're, we're getting there, because, right. like, they one gets off the bus and one gets out of the Jeep, and they, like, meet up coming from opposite sides of the town, so they've got this cool, like, walk-in scene, and one of those guys, I forgot to wait, look up which one, but one of those guys actually played El Mariachi in the first movie. Oh. So they like Rodriguez had enough. He was he was loyal to the guy. So he's like, hey, come be in the movie and Not you know, trying to be a part. dick here. So right, like, I gave away you, your role, but we'll throw you. Throw you're still gonna get time. to do some cool shit. Um, that had to be the guy with the rocket launcher. It almost had. <laughs> I, I feel like it was Kampa. Like I read that it was Kampa because he's a little more composed. <clears throat> but the overuse of firepower in this movie is goddamn outrageous. The but first, that's why we yeah. like it because, <laughs> and that was the whole point of what they wanted movie. to do was yeah. like you know the Wild Wild West, mm-hmm. but like super fucking Southwest. 
Yeah, absolutely. Extra guns. Yeah, and they so these guys walk up. Um, one guy's got one guitar case, and the other guy's got two. So the guy with two guitar plate cases like shakes them, and you hear them cock like a yep, gun. He goes, oh, yeah. just like shrugs like, his shoulders, and, <laughs> and then he just unleashes. And then you're like, oh dang! This. And then, brap, 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 and then, and then, can we talk about this pose? Yes. Oh, this <laughs> glorious <laughs> gymnastic yeah. pose. He gets down. Squats wait, on wait, one. Set the scene. Set the scene. Who is it? What does he carry? <laughs> He's carrying one guitar case. I don't know which one it was between. <laughs> it's the rocket launcher one. Yeah, the rocket launcher one. It's I think it's Kino. This is when he slams down. And so he goes, so he squats on one leg, kicks the other leg out to the side as to like do a groin stretch, like a superpower, and throws this guitar case over his one shoulder. Lines it up and lets her fly, and he's got like unlimited rockets ready to <laughs> right. go. There. There's sure. no reloading, and I don't know. You can't just do that. It's not <laughs> yeah, the way. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. he reloads the same way that the. Oh yeah, he yeah. Just, he just pops it back in. Right, shakes right, right, right. It, yes. But then he keeps doing that, and he gets he gets probably seven or eight shots off before. Yeah, you're... I remember at least five. But you see the rockets that come out, and you're like, all right, there's probably two of these can fit in the case. <laughs> yeah, right. So as he's going, you're like, man, this is fucking great, but it's. <laughs> It's nah. so over the top. He takes out the same armored car twice. Well, then his, yep. then his, then his homie gets taken out. No, he gets taken out oh, first. Oh, he gets taken out. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And he, like, because that's when he, like, falls back and fires that last shot straight up in the air. And that's important. It lands right on his face. This is when the kid dies, right? Or yeah, so kind of, it's, it's during this fight. So the they keep flashing shot. back. I think when the kid gets shot, the guy with the rocket launcher sees that. And mm-hmm. he, he does the, the click and the pose for the second time. Mm-hmm. But he's like, pose. Right. And he like pulls. he like grins he does and like, does the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. fist pump. Oh yeah, that that face he makes up yeah. when he looks at his buddy. Before like, he gets taken yeah. out, he, yeah, he sees the kid get shot. And he goes, well, Antonio Banderas sees the kid get shot. Yeah, so at that over, point, he's like, pause. Hey guys, Kino, stop shooting. Kino pause. gets shot and falls backwards and fires one last shot into the air, and then Campo uh, gets <coughs> gunned down, and uh, Antonio Banderas has seen that the kid has been shot, and he like just cleans up the place finally. Um, because even with all their firepower, these guys took out three dudes. Right, right, right. <laughs> and Antonio Banderas has to clean up. So he takes everybody out, and then he grabs the kid, and he grabs um, Salma Hayek, and the rocket comes down, it lands on Kino's face, and that's when that that walking away the from the explosion, explosion happens. Yeah. But when the second dude gets taken out, the guy with the mm-hmm. machine guns with the two cases, mm-hmm. he gets taken out. And a mariachi just looks at him. And he, right. He, 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 he's either got the kid or, or something I can't. I think he's got the kid at that point, yeah. But he looks over and he's just, he gives the nod. Mm-hmm. And like I said before, it's just like, he doesn't give up. He's like, yo, right. come here. I need come to fucking, die. I need to, I need to get revenge that I'm not even going to actually do in a second from now. Right? <laughs> yeah. But he's like, he's like, come, you guys are all about to die. And then I'm not even going to fucking leading into this next part. Yeah. So like. That's a good point. He right, he I calls mean, his like, friends, Andrew gets them killed, and, and like, then doesn't oh. take his fucking revenge. And even Salma Hayek is like, "What is wrong she, with you? Yeah, she's about he to just him. killed two dudes and probably a kid." Yeah, yeah. she looked Which, at him like like he just cheated on her. Where does the kid go at that point? He goes to the hospital. They take him to the hospital. Is this before the shootout? No, no. it's all dirt. So do do we see Bucho before the shootout though? Do they, he's, he's, got he's, got he's got a shot. He's got a shot. Yeah, he lines he's him up. Shot so our, the t- I got the timeline the backwards. Okay, yeah, yeah. so he sees Bucho, and then there's the shootout because that's when he calls yeah, the he, boys. He yeah, yeah, yeah. Up, yep. So yeah, you, he doesn't shoot Bucho, and 
you kind of start getting an idea of why, but you don't know for sure. Right. Because right. he's like, no, I'm not going to tell that story. I'm not going to tell that story. And Salma Hayek's like, you just put yourself inside me. I think we know each other well <laughs> enough that you can tell your secrets. You were inside me. Like, <laughs> let's let's chat, know, bro. I already know your mystery. You're, like, <laughs> right. you're, the dude, you're the dude that they say doesn't exist. You know? Right. You're a myth. You trusted me with your guitar case and guns within five minutes of me. Right. Like, right. Talk to me. Talk to me. Dude. You left your guns with me. You slept at my house. You didn't shoot your, my boyfriend. I fixed your shit up. <laughs> right. Right. I operated on you. Tell me why you won't shoot Bucho all of a sudden. Tell me now. Tell me. So... <laughs> After the after the banana balls shootout, um, they take another short break and they rush Little Manito to the hospital, and the same hospital that they said yeah. don't go to these hospitals. <laughs> yeah, don't go to the hospitals in this town <laughs> unless you're twelve. Yeah, <laughs> like, they're set up for you know pediatric like, and trauma. His him getting shot was surprisingly emotional. Like I was not expecting that depth of emotion in the acting because you actually feel it watching the film you're like oh shit he, he cared about this person yeah, yeah. he doesn't care about fuck all in this movie except for this little mariachi boy and getting some snatch <laughs> so like he makes that real clear right? he does he does <laughs> well and he cares about his, he cares about his guitar case more than he cares about Salma Hayek because the guard yeah the guitar well, case right. he's, he's right yeah. well I mean he's he clearly cares. got a cod piece gun so he's he's, he's right, getting he's it on with his guitars, iron he's uh, clearly saying he doesn't care about the guitar <laughs> right Right, he can't play anymore, and thankfully he got shot in his left hand because clearly he's right-handed. Yeah. So he's getting by. God, this is like <laughs> this is our most masturbatory episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, all I can think about is you know a spur so. getting dragged across my ass. <laughs> your ass now, your ass now. <laughs> all right. Hey, somebody's got to do it. So I'm gonna go buy some cowboy boots and experiment a little bit. It's 2020. Get to know your bodies, boys. <laughs> No. <laughs> I think I'm good. <laughs> the man with the wildlife said no. Maybe this is a bad idea. I mean, I've done a lot, but not with spurs. Keep the spurs out of it. <laughs> so, so they leave the hotel. They leave the, the hospital. hospital and they go to they go to the compound. And when they pull up, like, sure. hasn't Salma Hayek been there before? I don't know. It doesn't seem like it. Because she's like, this isn't the place. And he's like, she, yeah, because she says it's the not the place. And it seemed like he, she'd been to his house, though. Yeah. So, like, where the fuck did he take I mean, her? We've already just established that there's holes. Yeah. But then, but then, like, you get another hint about why, you know, Mariachi didn't kill Bucho. And he's like, this is the place. Trust he, me. He's been there before. Yeah. He knows <laughs> this place. He goes in. And all of a sudden, this movie takes a turn. And Bucho's like, Manito? Which, there are three men with names in this movie. <laughs> Two of them are named Manny. <laughs> this is bullshit. <laughs> so, so anyway, Bucho immediately sees El Mariachi and goes, Manito. I was expecting but, to see. I was expecting an assassin. An assassin, or I was Instead, expecting to see the devil himself. It's my brother. Yeah, my brother. Yeah. My hermano. And that's where you're like, dang. And then what's what's Bucho's real name? Because he says it. I don't remember. I can't remember either. Uh, I don't remember. But he says his name. So, like, yeah. Bucho is just like. That's that's why. <coughs> that's why El Mariachi didn't know who Bucho was, because mm-hmm. Bucho's a 
alias. An alias, yeah. It's so funny, yeah. So is El Mariachi. For, yeah. For his so brother. Like, and it's like, what? Like, they're not even like a stranger. They're like, like, they're like I wouldn't know the whole time if I just wouldn't know your name. Right. So, <laughs> so Bucho, Bucho puts his guns down. He tells his people not to shoot. And he's like, all right. So many you killed deaths could have been avoided. Right. He flat out says that. <laughs> flat out says that. He goes, you killed my man. He killed your woman. Fine. We're fair. You came to my town. You killed a whole bunch of my men. I forgive you. But I'm going to kill your woman But I now. can't forgive. I can't forgive Carolina, Carolina lying to me. Mm-hmm. Like... This guy's this guy's if known you were so fucking my backwards. Brother, I would have been so upset. Right. Burned your burned your bookstore down. Right. So like, he's like, I'm gonna shoot your girlfriend, and now it's punishment for, for El Mariachi, and <laughs> and he's seen this before. Yeah. So that they have a sh- very short flashback to, the time Bucho's man killed his other girlfriend in the first movie, which I guess they re- they're, they just reshot, the ending shootout from the first movie. Mm-hmm. And shoved it in there mm-hmm. real quick mm-hmm. for context. So old, this is uh, canonical. This is how the first movie went, and the biggest letdown in this whole movie is El Mariachi shoots Bucho, and it's like a Butch and Sundance m- moment <laughs> where it just you can tell there's a shootout coming, and right before anybody pulls the trigger, it goes it fades to white. And we're back at the hospital with fucking Manito Jr. Mm-hmm. And we're talking to this kid in his coma about everything is good now. All the drug business is gone, so no one has a job, but everything is good now. I wonder if, they, I wonder if now the drug business is gone, now there's room for mariachi. <laughs> there's right? room for mariachi. There's still no room for a bookstore, because no one reads. There is zero economy, but now I can play <laughs> right. at the saloon. No, no one has any money. We burned down... Both buildings that have all the money in them. Like, shit, there's nothing left in the town. What do and we do? Education. We play guitar. We have this burned down bar. We have this burned down bookstore. <laughs> that's perfect. I play and a guitar. compound that's I been bombed. I play guitar in both of them. <laughs> right. And that's it. <laughs> I play for you. That's, that's pretty much it. It's, it's very anticlimactic. So, like, it is. And, I mean, this whole movie takes place in, like, two fucking days. And they white out what I think would have been the best shootouts. my only complaint about the whole movie. It's disappointing. This but is the only complaint we've talked nonstop I, see, about these. Complaints. I have. I guess I have. <laughs> I, I I do not. Com- I honestly don't mind that stuff. Like this over the top bullshit. It makes me laugh. Yeah. The whited out shootout pisses me off a little bit, but I understand why. Like El Mariachi is a myth. They had to maintain his mythical status somehow, so you can't see everything that he does. So the first shootout, the first shootout of the movie is all told secondhand. And the last shootout in the movie, you don't see, and you have to assume, you have to use your imagination and find out what happened. But obviously, Mariachi's still out there. So they had to maintain his, his legendary status at some point. And that was, that's how they did it. I understand. I'm just fucking pissed off because I wanted to see. Those are the best shooters in the whole movie. Well, yeah, like those yeah, four people. Shit. Yeah, but even the, how the last shootout went down, it kind of just like rounds up the whole movie nicely. That's fair. To where it's just all... Like, and you do see Bucho go down. Yeah, exactly. And and it's a, a ton of ton of ton of gunfire. Yeah, over nothing. So over nothing. Over <laughs> over over something that could have been completely mm-hmm. avoided. Yeah. yeah, and I I guess I guess oh, bro, if you were gonna like, if you were gonna you show mom recently, like, what dude like dude this is wacky man. <laughs> if you're if you're gonna show that shootout, you can't show what comes next. Yeah. So like you can't show the hot. You have to finish the shootout and like 
do a high, wide, and stupid and pan out. Yeah, I you know? see. Yeah. So that you have to end on the action scene. So right, if they right. weren't going to end on the action, they also have to like white it out, let tie, you imagine, tie time it. cut, mm-hmm. and we go to the hospital, and then Mariachi goes hitchhiking, and who picks him up? Salma Hayek picks him up. Oh god! I didn't and and again, rides off into the sunset. Yeah, they ride off. He throws the guitar. He, dro- he drops the guitar case in the street, and they <coughs> drive away. And all of a sudden, they stop. Right as they're about to leave frame. And she backs up like a motherfucker. <laughs> and she is scowling at him so bad. Because he's like, he picks up the guitar guitar case again. He's like, just in case. And he puts it in the back. And she is fucking furious. She does not want those guns in her house. It's vacation. You told me this was going to be vacation. Don't worry. Don't worry. It's, and, and that's where we're left off. You know, obviously there's, there's a third movie that rounds out the story. But for all practical purposes, this is a standalone film. You know, you can watch it by itself. Absolutely. And not, yeah. not, you don't have to see the first one, you don't have to see the third one. Mm-hmm. Unfulfilling. <laughs> I, I mean, like I said, this is, this is in my top 20. It's not my top 10, really? but it's in my top 20. Okay, okay. It's not one of the best made movies, but it is, it's one of those films that I saw when I was a kid oh, that just, it just stayed with me. And... It's. I, it I honestly think it's probably a the spur. spur in your side. That's the only fucking thing they showed on TNT. <laughs> so like, it stayed with me since boobs. I was a kid too. And yeah. I think it like sticks out a little bit more than the other Robert Rodriguez mm-hmm. films, is because like you said, he went and like yeah. did, did four rooms. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I feel he like became he became such a like him and Tarantino are mirrors of each other for sure. And I really think Rodriguez might be the better filmmaker. Despite the fact that Tarantino knows more about film, mm-hmm. Rodriguez is not quite as self-aggrandizing. You know, he's he's not a he's not a yeah. director who has to be in in all of his right. movies. That's totally Tarantino, Tarantino not saying, only has though. to be in all of his movies, but he has to drop the end bomb in every single one of mm-hmm. his movies. True, yeah. Like Rodriguez is is willing to like sit back and do all the dirty work himself mm-hmm. as long as he gets a good product. Like he will direct, edit, and I forgot which. Which well, there's like Siskel and Niebuhr, whoever, but mm-hmm. they <clears throat> said that he's got a way of making his films dance, mm-hmm. um, which, and with this being a musical kind of yeah. movie, goes hand in hand with his style of mm-hmm. writing and, and directing. And well, it's everything he does, kind of has has that Southwest sand feel. It's mm-hmm. got that dusty western, and even the movies that he does that aren't. Like, even the fucking faculty has a little bit of that. You go back and watch, and you're like, yeah, I can tell this is that guy. Because mm-hmm. it's just got the way he writes the dialogue, the way he shoots his action. Mm-hmm. Like you were saying, he does a lot of the cowboy shots. Mm-hmm. In the faculty, it's a movie about fucking aliens that we still have cowboy shots in, <laughs> and it works. So, I mean, overall, this this is not necessarily his best film, but it is one of my favorites okay. of all the time. Well, thank you, Josh. Yeah. Thanks, Mike. Justin? Yeah. Heck is that an here. episode? I think we're going to call it right there. All right. So, you can find me on Twitter at thepriceisright312. That's R-I-G-H-T. Uh, you can find our other podcasts and uh, some of the other projects we got going at our website, which is thepriceisright.com. That's W-R-I-T-E. Um Obviously, you're listening to the podcast now, but you can find our other works on Stitcher, Spotify, and Amazon's uh, podcast network. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Josh, didn't you write Greg? a book? 
book. Book? Did I write a book? I heard it. I, I wrote a book. I wrote a book. I totally forgot. Yeah, I uh, I wrote a young adult novel. Uh, it was published uh, last year. It's called Reaper. It is the first in the Gatekeeper series. Uh, you can find it on Amazon, BarnesandNoble.com, anywhere online. You find your books in hardcover, softcover, and ebook. Next year, we're looking at doing an audiobook. And I am uh, currently looking to uh, publish book number two. We're primed and ready to go, just looking for an agent. Uh, I'm also working on a, on a vampire story, so keep your, keep your eyes open. So you got a full plate there, bud. A little bit, a little bit. <laughs> Fozzie Bear. Are you on Twitter yet? Yeah, I'm there. I'm not too Do much of a water, but you can reach out to me. Big Splash 17, Big Splash 17. Come and talk. Shostakovich, the master of the mix. Where can we find you? You guys can find me on Twitter and IG at Shostakovich. B-A-N-D-Z. Thank For you, guys. Sure. All of our music is... Uh, Produced and mixed by Shasti himself, including the song you are listening to right now. Um, another big, uh, big thank you. Another big thank you to our buddy, uh, our buddy Smokey over here. Thanks for joining us. Absolutely, guys. Hope to have you on an, on an episode here soon where we can we can actually get you. Get yeah, you going. I hadn't seen the movie. I wasn't much use. Uh... <laughs> it might be real soon. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. Maybe maybe next episode or like five minutes from now. Five minutes? Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah we'll have you back in five minutes. Hi, let me check my schedule. <laughs> oh, I'm good. <laughs> I think you've seen this in movie. the house. All right, folks. This Thanks, has been guys. Cocktail Cinema. Say goodbye. <laughs>